Arguments About Nothing is brought to you by Vacation. Sorry for the long delay, folks. Welcome back to Arguments About Nothing. I'm Shelby Samsel. I'm Hannah Bennett. And we are back with our long-awaited next episode. I'm really sorry. We we missed a few weeks, maybe one. I don't really remember. But I was traveling. It was a few. Yeah. <laughs> it was a few weeks. I thought so. Uh, I was traveling a lot. This is really my fault. Don't blame Hannah. She's perfect. Wow. I think perfect is a strong statement. She's also, perfect and beautiful and lovely, and you'll never convince me otherwise. Well, you'll never convince me that you aren't all of those things also. And Shelby had very, very good reason to not be available to record, considering she was in like six different destinations. <laughs> so I have been all over the world in the last like month and a half. Uh, I was very not home for most of it, so... <laughs> Uh, we are recording before my next trip. (laughs) (laughs) Not gonna lie to you guys, there might be another lag, uh, but we're trying. Yeah, we're trying. Expect some holiday lags here, guys, because this time, and this time it will be my fault, proving once again, I am not perfect. I don't, I'm also going somewhere for two weeks, so I'm gonna be gone. So we're, it's just the whole rigmarole of us not being around each other. But we still love you. I'm sorry if this triggered anyone's abandonment issues. Mom, Mommy and Mommy are home. Uh, <laughs> for, for a little while. Yeah, for again. a little while. And then we're going to leave. But we always come back to you, you know? Yeah. You just yeah. got to trust us, baby girl. Um, who am I talking so to? So if you've been worried that? about... If you've been worried about missing out on our our really important content, which I know can be life-changing and informational and helpful, I'm sorry. Hannah, do you want to tell the new listeners what we do here after this very strange open? Well, new listeners, uh, if you've never heard us before, Arguments About Nothing is a podcast in which we discuss silly hypothetical situations seriously, as if they are something, When they're very obviously nothing. Uh, And we kick things off with a question from my little sister, your little sister, but most importantly, Hannah's little sister, (laughs) a Kate's corner. And most factually, my little sister. (laughs) Yeah, so Katie is very good at writing hypothetical questions. I am not. Um, And so I outsource my work to her. And we have a Kate's Corner uh, question to start things off. And our Kate's Corner this week is, would you rather be abducted by a peaceful and fascinating alien race that one. or shrunken and taken in by happy, gentle little gnomes? Aliens. Easy. Okay. Well, maybe this isn't a good question because I'm also very much pro-alien. Who wants <laughs> to be this. with gnomes? That's crazy. Well, you know, if you're... N- if you're a gnome, I mean, you're shrunken, but you might live in like a beautiful forest with animals yeah. and happy gnomes and you'd stay on Earth so you could conceivably still be on the same planet as your friends and family. Like no. you'd be very small, but you'd still be able to see them. Take me to space, babe. <laughs> Goodbye, cruel world and all of my loved ones. <laughs> I, we, I think we've done this before where I would sign up to go to Mars, you know? Yeah, 
interestingly, I would also choose the alien race here. It seems like that aliens are nice, right? So like they'll let me come back, right? I'm assuming this is like abducted for a short period of time. No, I think it's for the rest of your life. Nah, still going aliens. (laughs) Yeah, I think partly I don't want, I, I don't really want to be shrunken to the size of a gnome. Nope. To live in a happy little forest. Um, But also, like, I don't know, Earth is kind of going to shit global warming wise. Like, aliens, take me away. Show me a better path. Yeah, I just there that seems so much more interesting to me than what the gnomes have going on. I'm not really into gnomes, I guess, is really (laughs) elves. Different question. Really? Would it have been different if I'd said the word elf instead of gnome? I think elves seem cooler. I have like a very Lord of the Rings. But elf. those aren't shrunken. Like I know. Well, I think the really crooks of the situation is I don't want to be small. <laughs> yeah. Well, the, it's like if the question was, would you rather be abducted by aliens or just go hang out with Legolas all the time? Like, obviously, I would go hang out with Legolas. So I don't know why I brought up elves because I would still go to the aliens if it was between Legolas and the aliens. So uh, I'm just really, yeah. I want to go to space. Okay, like pretty desperately. Yeah, you're choosing it as an excellent option. I'm choosing it as the better of two options. I think is what's happening. Ah, uh, yeah. I mean, even before you ended the question, I was like, there is no other option than go to space <laughs> with aliens. So. Uh, yeah, that one. Um, all right. Well, I was trying to choose one of the happier ones that Kate sent me for today to kind of ease us back in to, to what we do here at Arguments About Nothing. Next time I'll come in with one that's much more sort of dark and disgusting. Okay. Um, I'll keep it silly. Would you rather have marshmallow arms or jello legs? Hmm. Okay. Questions about the functionality of the marshmallow arms do you have muscles like can you move do they just hang limply at your sides or you can let's say there's bone structure there that you control like you you can can move you can move them but they're just like made of marshmallow like let's assume and same with your legs yeah but like your legs are gonna jiggle like jello and your arms are gonna like i don't know be like really soft and marsh made of marshmallow do you can your legs support you though can you stand yeah i think so and do you have hands do you have hands and feet i think you have feet i don't i think maybe you have hands but no fingers oh just big marshmallow like boxing gloves at the end of your arms yeah that's what i'm picturing Oh, then. Okay. Well, that answers it for me then. Yeah. I have to go with the jelly legs. I think if you have little mini marshmallow fingers, then it's really just like having an extra soft arm, you know? Well, no. It's like having a marshmallow (laughs) arm. (laughs) There's a lot more to it than just it being soft. It's meltable. (laughs) Oh, true. But I feel like jello's worse. Edible. But that's true of jello too, right? Well, yeah, but if you have feet and you can stand, then it's just like you can still perform all the functions of legs. Yeah. But if you don't have hands, you can't perform all the functions that your arms and hands would normally perform. So like if you can't, if you have to give up the ability to type 
and yeah. hold things. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't think I can go with that. I think I really it would be a feel harder. Like this is just a question of would you give up your fingers? Which is obviously no. No. This is not no. a very good question, I think. So no, but we should just make it that you have little usable marshmallow fingers, and then it's about equal. Is it? I feel like I yeah. would still go marshmallows. Well, why? Because I would, I don't, maybe I'm wrong about this, but I would always rather have messed up arms than legs. Oh, not me. Really? No. I, I'm like, I really like hiking and stuff, you know? Like, that gets really hard if you don't have legs that work right. Yes. I'm just trying to say it, there's so much more in terms of what we have to do to support ourselves to make a living yeah. that requires like Your working hands. arms and hands. Yeah. Specifically like using phones, using computers, using. Yeah. Uh, I, I just feel like it's harder to make a living. You're right. Because like most of my day is just spent sitting anyway. Right. I also just feel like marshmallow is more sturdy than jello. Yes. So that I, I agree with you. I like with your jelly legs, are you gonna be like losing little pieces of it all the time? Yeah. Is it gonna be like molting jello chunks? Well, the another thing about the legs is that like you can just wear pants and you're like protecting them a little bit more. But I like to show my arms a lot more frequently than I like to show my legs. So if I had jello yeah, legs, same. I could just like put tights around them and kind of protect them from the elements in a way that like would be more cumbersome with my arms. Yeah, you'd have to always wear long sleeves. Yeah. Around your marshmallows. Of course it would probably look more like arms. It's true. Than whatever jelly looks like under pants. <laughs> yeah. People would just think I have really bad cellulite. <laughs> the, <laughs> the worst. <laughs> I'm surprised. I think you changed my mind. I think I would oh. rather have jello legs. Excellent. Yeah, I mean, I think marshmallow as a substance is a little bit hardier and has that sort of firm outside, assuming you're talking about like store-bought like packaged marshmallows. But it's just for me, it's more it's just preferable to have real arms. Yeah, I think I yeah, I think I would just commit to wearing tights constantly and just kind of like cuz like I I think you would kind of look a little bit more normal. You could hide it easier, I guess is what I'm saying. Like maxi skirts like, and close-toed shoes and Yeah, it's like jelly spanks. It's like Yeah, I would just really, wear really spanks tight tights that Yeah, yes, yeah, suck it all in and like yeah, you know, compression leggings sort of situation. All the time. Ugh. Can you... What would that be like to clean? It would be terrible. (laughs) (laughs) Like, it would be terrible, but... would uh, Yeah. You'd have to be very careful washing your legs, because there is a very uh, permeable outer layer there. Yeah, for sure. Although you wouldn't have to shave your legs ever. That's true. Are you going jello legs, too? I am. Okay. We agree. Um, thank you for playing with me in this space. By the way, for new listeners, I, kn- I know that I told you at the top of this that we argue about nothing, but I will admit that frequently it does happen that we agree more yeah, often than unfortunately. not. Unfortunately. We don't like it to happen, but it happens. I have two would you still go out with him this, this yeah. time. 
Let's do it. So I'm going to do the first one now and then close with the second one later. Okay, great. So would you still go out with him as one of our favorite segments? It's when Shelby describes a person and then asks if we would still go out with them based on that description. So... You go. This guy seems really great. It's your first date. You've like exchanged a lot of like witty, timely banter for like three days. He asks you out. He picks the place. It's convenient for you. Like really seems promising. And you go on the date. Seems really great. You're vibing. Um, but then he tells you that he hates holidays and does not like participating in them it's not a jehovah's witness or religious thing he just doesn't he thinks they're all just like capitalism or like silly or more like not worth the trouble and the hassle and why do we have to like make such a big deal of just a day so i i kind of know people who have been like this before and they kind of fall into two different camps and i I need to know which camp this guy falls into before I can render my judgment. Okay. Tell me about the camps. There's the one camp of people who they themselves don't really care about holidays. They don't really agree with holidays that much. um, And they don't have traditions that they need to, you know, have in their life. But if they're dating somebody who does care about those things and does do things like get together with their family... They'll do it, too, not because they're celebrating a holiday, but because they love their partner and their partner wants them to go on this trip or to have this special day. And for them, it's not about celebrating the holiday. It's just about being with people that they love and an an excuse to take off some paid time off. And they can be flexible and relationships are about compromise, right? Mm -hmm. So there's the one camp. And then I think you can see where this is going. The other camp... (laughs) Are the people who hate holidays and then make that part of their personality and get this giant chip on their shoulder and take a stand that they can never that, that they'll 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 never participate in it no matter what. And they're just not going to come to family events or group events. They're not going to go to Halloween parties. They're not going to kiss you on midnight at New Year's. They're not going to go to, you know, their your family's Thanksgiving dinner even if those events are fun, because they take this like moral stance against holidays, that means that they can't possibly have fun. Yeah. I think it's clear, by the way I just described those two camps of people, that I would go out with the first one and not the second one. (laughs) So this guy's just told you he doesn't like holidays. What are the follow-up questions you would ask him to determine which kind of person he is? I think first I would ask him why, to understand, because some people don't like holidays for reasons I understand i understand the consumerism problem i understand the drama problem i also understand there are some people who grew up having really lousy holidays with their families like yeah bad family dynamics and stuff For sure. and sometimes with those people i can be like well this is what my family holiday is like and when they hear it described they're like well that just sounds like a lovely time <laughs> and when they participate in it they're like well this is just a lovely time and this is not my experience of holidays right yeah but then If they come down on the side of like, I'm just against Christmas. Well, Christmas is a bad example because it's religious and polarizing. I'm just against Thanksgiving. Yeah. And then I'll never participate in it. I never will. I don't like it. I hate everything to do with it. Then I start to get some red flags because 
for me, it's like an important quality in a person that they can kind of find the joy in situations. Like they can they can compromise and find ways to make things joyful or make things work for them. Like a Thanksgiving holiday doesn't have to mean everything that you think it means. It yeah. could just mean hanging out and eating good food. Or there might be positives you could take away from it. And if you're so set against it, you won't even try. That just makes me feel a little like, are you someone who just doesn't like to have fun? Or yeah. are you, are you, you know, just a like, contrarian who uh-huh. just likes to play devil's advocate and be the yeah. sourpuss in the corner? Yeah. And you know those guys. You know them. We've all met them in Brooklyn. <laughs> I think so. I This is interesting to me. I feel like it's really hard to gauge which person that person is on a date. You know, to me, the biggest red That's flag fair. is he is here is like they say that they don't like all holidays. You know, like I've met people who are like, oh, I'm not a huge fan of Christmas or I don't really like Halloween or I think New Year's is stupid. But like to be like, I mean, I think New Year's is stupid. Yeah, I have holidays that I don't like. But for them right. to be like all moments of celebration and tradition are dumb and i don't like them that's what gives me pause because like what the fuck is getting you through the days my dude like (laughs) i don't well that's what i mean by like what you can't find the joy in any one of these like there's none of these that you can make work for you in like a celebratory having fun kind of way you're mad about arbor day like really My guess is if this dude's a little bit, like, closer to, like, the Grinch sort of version, I'm picturing him, like, somewhere in between the two that you've outlined, where, like, he'll go to your family stuff. He's probably not going to go to Halloween. He's probably going to go to family holidays, but not friend holidays. And if you do, but is also going to, like, not be eager to help. Like, he's not going to, like, help you bake the pie for thanksgiving he'll show up and he'll play nice but he's not gonna like make the day any easier for you um like he'll go to christmas but he's not gonna wrap presents with you it's making me so sad to hear you describe this you know but you know that's like the in-between right and like that's Uh probably where i think most people fall is like i don't like this so i'm not gonna like participate but like i'll show up for like yeah the, the optics and to eat the meal and like I'll be pleasant and civil and I won't be a sourpuss in the corner and be like a complete asshole but I'm also not gonna like spread Christmas cheer with you yeah right you know I'm not gonna go with you to get a Christmas tree or set it up I'm not gonna get excited about eating Christmas cookies with you I'm not gonna like be part of your Halloween costume we're not gonna watch practical magic together and i'm not gonna like bake cook like decorate cookies while watching it's a wonderful life and like we're not gonna make a dutch apple pie together for thanksgiving no it's like i will go i will participate but like i'm not going to like invest in making this a good experience for anyone and that i don't i couldn't deal with that midway to point yeah like even that is too bad too much i it is because I mean, it's just making me so sad to hear you describe it because it's like, it's again, it's one of those things where I think holidays in a, in a lot of ways, once you become an adult, holidays are what you make of them. Absolutely. That's word for word what I was going to say. That's so funny. Yeah. Yeah. I'm- and 
And this is just a person who's not good at making the best of things is kind of what it sounds like. Like you're presented with the opportunity to watch a fun movie and cook a fun thing with the person that you love and you're just like not going to do it. I strive for a life where I have Christmas traditions and I strive for a life where I make Thanksgiving memories and I strive for a life where I make goofy Halloween costumes with my partner and like they're not like so like I'm not somebody who's like there's also people who are like super into the holidays and I am not that person either but like yeah you haven't already turned on Christmas carols on November 1st yeah it's we are recording on November 1st I'm not like actively getting out my Christmas decorations or anything like that um but like I like making happy memories and I think holidays are an excuse to you know spice things up a little bit and you know yeah you know I just don't think the argument that I used to have is is like whether or not you believe in the holiday or you like the holiday this is when I get PTO. (laughs) This is when I get paid time off. Whether you like it or not or agree with it or not, these are the days that I have for vacation. So uh, we can either spend those days being merry or we can spend those days being mad about the fact that there's a holiday. Like, this is when we have to celebrate, so let's celebrate because most of the jobs I've ever had in my life, I don't get to go celebrating in April with you, you know? Well, it's also just like I, I think it, you, there's a, a more neutral way where you're not mad about it, where it's just like I would rather go to Japan than go to Christmas with your – like can we just use this week between Christmas and New Year's to go travel and pretend it's not a holiday instead right. of uh, like recognizing Christmas where a lot of people is like, no, I, I want to recognize Christmas. I want to make those memories and have those traditions and stuff like that. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I feel like I'm, I might be less tied to the holidays with you because if someone was like, do you want to go to Japan instead of celebrate Christmas? I would be like, yeah. Uh, <laughs> but I, like probably in December. But even that to me is sort of still celebrating Christmas. Like you're still having a vacation. You're still yeah. together. You're still like I think what I was kind of imagining is like I go by myself to Christmas and he stays home. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I don't think that I would be okay with that part. (laughs) Yeah. So I'm trying to imagine a person who's not just like super dour and like not fun. Uh, So like he has fun, but just in in ways that are not tied to a traditional Christmas, right? But I kind of feel like he and I maybe don't have fun in the same ways though because a lot of the ways that I have fun is watching fun movies and eating fun things. And so... That's what 90% of my holidays entail. Yeah. Well, maybe he just like wants to not watch like not Christmas movies and eat pizza. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think I don't think I would have enough information to dump him after one date, but I think from there on out, not dump him, but to to like to give up after stay, one yeah. date. But I think like from there on out, I'd be on the lookout for like sourpuss vibes. Yeah. Yeah. Like does not he, fun vibes. It does he play devil advocate a lot? Does he shit on other yeah. people's joy? Like is he negative a lot? Yeah. Does he does he get excited when I tell him about something that to me sounded like fun and he's just like that's the worst? Like when I went with you and watched Hocus Pocus over the weekend and had amazing fall foods and was talking to this guy online and told him that that's what I'd done this weekend and they very I'm clearly excited about this way and his reply was 
Hocus Pocus is terrible. (laughs) Shelby, you did not tell me about that. No, I know. I thought about it. Shelby's like, her mouth is hanging open in shock right now. That's crazy. Hocus Pocus is definitively not bad. I know. It even holds up now. Like, my boyfriend saw Hocus Pocus for the first time ever when Hannah came over. This was very recently. It was like two weeks ago. And he liked it as like a 30-year-old man who'd never seen it before. Like, right. This person just has bad taste in movies is my... Well, see, but that was a really big red flag. One, that he like decided to instantly shit on something I was clearly excited about. But two, that he didn't like Hocus Pocus. Big red flag. But anyway, I mean, here's the thing. I kept talking to him because I'm not the kind of person who's not going to date someone because they don't like a particular movie. That's fine. You don't have to like Hocus Pocus. But I started to be on the lookout for like, is this guy a killjoy? Is this guy super negative? Does he have clinical depression? (laughs) All the ways in which he responded to me were just like kind of negative and kind of shitting on things. And I was just like, see, this is like personality trait. (laughs) Yeah, I don't like that. Yeah, I do think I feel the same way as you where it was like, this is not a great sign. I'll probably continue this date, but definitely red alert, like red flag sort of situation. Yeah. Okay. Well, we've agreed on all things so far. Um, so would you rather fall asleep while on a work Zoom call or fart really loudly while on a work Zoom call? I think I'd rather fart. I mean, I don't want either. Obviously, they're both bad, but I don't know how you come back from falling asleep on a work Zoom call. <laughs> like, especially because the way that my desk is set up, I'm I'm like sitting in an upright chair at a desk, you know. So for me to fall asleep, like it's not like a high back <laughs> chair. <laughs> so, <laughs> it's not like I could just like tilt my head back lean back a little and try and like pass it off like oh i'm sorry my eyes were tired no i'd either be like collapsing (laughs) out of my chair or i'd be collapsing downward onto my desk and keyboard either way like a collapse is happening and that's not escapable (laughs) for me it depends on how long am i asleep well any amount of time is going to end in collapse for me, I think. <laughs> well, also, like, what kind of work meeting, you know? Like, if it's a company all hands where there's 500 people on the line and I don't have to speak or participate and probably no one's looking at my little screen, I would pick the sleep one, probably. Yeah, I guess ours like that is a webinar. And I assumed you didn't mean, no. like, you have to be on camera, right? Yeah, so I think you have to be on camera, But, like, the question is, how long am I asleep? Is it one of these, like, things where this is a podcast and no one could see what I just did? Your great visual gag. Yeah. So am I just, like, leaning against my hand for, like, a minute and then, like, jolt awake? Or do... Right. Or or do you, like, full-on drool? Do, Do you, like, actually... Yeah, do I, do I lay my head on my desk and just take like a full on snoozer snoozer Right. Okay, so my thinking was if you fart, 
it's not necessarily for sure clear where the fart came from, like yeah. which person yeah. farted. Because there's probably someone talking at the time. Maybe they farted, you know? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I feel like you could maybe just pretend it didn't happen yeah. and, uh, and hope people blamed other people. Yeah. But with the sleeping, you're not in, like, you're not awake, so you're not in control of what you do. So you might make noise like snoring. You might do something visually embarrassing like drooling or falling over. Or, you know, like, yes, there's there's the option of maybe you fall asleep for a second on your hand and then jolt awake. But the other options are bad and you can't control them because you're asleep. Whereas with the fart, if you just look professional as fuck and... <laughs> Hannah's like, I have farted on a, on a work Zoom no, call, but no, I have haven't. not fallen asleep on one. I have a game plan for when I have gas. <laughs> I That is not true. It has not happened. Uh, but I feel like if it happened, it's a momentary thing and you could just be like, oh, my cat jumped off a chair. My cat jumped off a chair. Oh my God. That's so funny. Oh, did you hear that weird bird? (laughs) (laughs) Right. And just like there's, there's ambient noise in my house. Yeah. Hey, there's somebody working on the roof. My dog just farted really loudly. Like, oh, my God, what was that? That's really funny. Um, You're right. That is the correct answer. Um, (laughs) But, wow, what a world I don't want to live in. You know? Farting on the Zoom call. Do you want to live in another world that you don't want to live in for a moment? Okay. Would you rather accidentally call the cashier at your grocery store baby? (laughs) (laughs) Or, that one hurts because it just is so plausible. Like, it's just, <laughs> it's the kind of brain fart that could actually happen. Yeah. Or say, excuse me, in a baby voice to a fellow shopper in the grocery store. I think the second one. Tell me why. In a, Just say, excuse me, but say it in a baby voice. Yeah. Well, They don't know what I sound like. Maybe <laughs> that's my voice. <laughs> Yeah. Can I tell you? So when when I so when I broke up with the guy that I had been dating for like six years. Yeah. I was so used to he was really the only person that I talked to the phone on the phone with mostly yeah. him or my mom or my sister, all three of whom I ended phone calls with. I love you. <laughs> so I think it happened to me at least one time where I was on a phone call with some sort of like customer service representative <laughs> or whatever. And what do you do when you're about to end a phone call? Well, in my life, you say, I love you. <laughs> I love you. Bye. <laughs> I love you. Love you. Bye. And then I, I think I got so paranoid that I was going to do it that at the end of calls, I would just be like, dude, do not tell this person that you love them. Um, <laughs> so like the baby thing, I don't know. That's real hard. But the baby voice thing, it's just another customer. You don't know them. You're never going to see them again. And if you're just like, Excuse me. That, maybe that's just how I sound. <laughs> um, so I wrote this question because I have done both of these things. <laughs> <laughs> what, were you with your partner when you no. said baby? No. Oh. I wasn't with him either time. Oh, how, 
you have to tell me how the baby thing happened. I so here's the thing. I moved in with my boyfriend in April, and so we've been living together for a little over six months. And he's the person, obviously, that I see the most. And we're in COVID, and we work. We both work from home together. So like, I'm with him eighty five percent of my time. I'm so glad this is recent. Oh my god, yeah, this is very recent. <laughs> like the baby thing happened yesterday. <laughs> um, and so occasionally i mean it's happened twice where i've made an absolute fool of myself in the grocery so our grocery store is like two feet from our our apartment and sometimes i will waddle over there like in my pajamas half asleep sort of situation (laughs) (laughs) because we need cheese or something and i have just start i don't know what's wrong with me i do not know what's wrong with me the first time it happened i was trying to get by a guy in the aisle and i literally said excuse me to him in a baby voice in the same way that i talked to joe when i'm trying to move around him in the apartment and i was mortified absolutely we're gonna mortified. need an audio no of this we don't <laughs> <laughs> No, it it was bad. Think about your okay. most dainty, sing-songy, excuse me, voice, you know? Okay. It's very well, bad. You, you just did it. Uh, it was worse than that. I'm, <laughs> I just had to take my jacket off. I'm sweating. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, it was really bad. Probably one of my top five most embarrassing moments. The look that this man gave me of like, is she trying to flirt with me because she thinks i'm a pedophile like it was just really it was also a man too i like the further clarity of understanding that was also like a sing-songy voice so it's like protracted because i think i was thinking like excuse me is pretty short but if it was like a protracted sing-songy excuse me then yes yeah it was i can see that it was really embarrassing um and then the other day Something I say to Joe a lot is thank you, baby. Like, oh, thank you, baby. Thanks for doing that. Thanks, babe. You know, that kind of thing. And so this woman handed me my receipt and I go, thank you, baby. And then I immediately ran away. (laughs) Like, I was not finished saying the word baby before I adjust my face, I assume, went stark white. Uh, and I ran home. Yeah. Listen, we were all dealing with stuff like this after COVID. Things that we've forgotten how to be around other people sometimes. I, For me, it's like stuff that I, I would never have done in front of a person before, but I've just been alone so for just too long. Time. Like, yeah. I'm not used to being around people. Social for stigma you, doesn't work anymore. We don't right. know and what it is. for you, it's like, you know, this, these are the phrases you use now because you only ever see one person. Yeah, it was incredibly embarrassing. I, I like, don't know if I can go back to that grocery store <laughs> again. You could just make it your thing. I. <laughs> they must think I'm an absolute mess. I also went there like a couple weeks ago and I forgot my wallet, but I didn't realize I forgot <laughs> my wallet until she was done ringing up all of my groceries oh, no and so i was What'd like this sweet cashier put all of my groceries in a bag 
and was just like come back when you have your card so i like went home got my card came back and she just like could tap the receipt against the thing and it i could pay for it and it was she didn't have to rescan everything and she's like no problem it happens all the time i don't know if that's true or not but she was very kind it probably does yeah uh but i have embarrassed myself so many times in the grocery store i don't think i can return i think you just i you can't not go to your local grocery store so you just have to lean in and become the weird grocery store lady who calls people baby well that's another thing i was like well some people might think the thank you baby thing is less embarrassing because there are just people who are like folksy and like call people baby as like a you know, right. oh, thanks, As, baby. Well, like, in the South, you know, that's a very normal thing. People call you baby in the South all the time. She's like, thank you, baby. Yeah. It's not that weird. It's not that weird. But, uh, but for me, it was very weird. You could tell that I did not do it with gusto or confidence. Do you remember when we, a few episodes ago, we were talking about having to wear the color chartreuse all the time? And you were saying, like, you're just going to lean into being like the weird lady who wears chartreuse all the time. I think you need to do that, but with this grocery store, because at this point, it's also like, like if the cashiers start to know you, you just have to go in in your pajamas every time, make your hair kind of crazy and just say bananas things to them. And then it'll make their day. You'll be the person they get to tell stories about. You'll bring them some joy. Here's the thing. Like, I think it's better to say excuse me to the other patron because you can like convince yourself you'll never see that person again but the cashiers you know over time you start to recognize them like if you're there enough yeah that's why i chose the baby voice with the customer because the customer you won't ever see again the cashiers at my local grocery store i for sure see them again so yeah i'm in a bad position if anyone has any Instacart coupon codes, let me know. <laughs> if I did, I'd be using it myself. Okay, we have to hit on one thing that we disagree on. I'm trying. So so if on this next one we end up agreeing, one of us has to change course. <laughs> okay, I have two more questions I want to ask. Okay. Would you rather accidentally burn the Thanksgiving turkey or accidentally reveal a sibling's childhood secret to your mom? Interesting. Good one. Thank you. This is not this is not an immediately clear easy choice for me. Yeah. Do you have any what follow-up questions? Secret. What kind of secret? Like they went drinking went in high school or something. Some sort of like they broke curfew or they lied or something. Not like a big like, I'm gay. Like you didn't out right. your sibling or anything. Like, right. You know, nothing nothing that your parent really can do anything about now. You know, it's not like your parent can ground them or take their money away or whatever. But Right. Like it was like a misbehavior, but not yeah, like a they bro- shameful secret. No, there's it's just like they broke a rule and they you know like some sort of big rule and they were never going to tell your mom about it but you accidentally let it slip like oh you know so and so was so crazy in high school i can't believe they got away with blah 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 and your mom's like what <laughs> yeah well so i mean here's the thing this i think my answer might be kind of personal to me because i have huge thanksgivings yeah with 25 to 30 people all depending on that one turkey. 
Yeah. And so the idea of burning it for such a large group and being responsible for that whole group of people kind of not having turkey. the turkey, but also there's so much like the stuffing and the gravy, like there's so much dependent on the turkey, um, is like too national lampoon's christmas vacation for me to bear you know it's like too it's just too much um whereas like my mom is pretty chill and my my uh siblings i don't think would care like i just have a chill family that i don't think they would care like my mom would be like oh i can't believe they did that whatever yeah (laughs) and my sibling i would tell them i'd be like i'm sorry i accidentally told mom that you were drinking and she'd be like oh i thought i told mom you were drinking you know (laughs) yeah like my, I don't think anyone in my family would care enough about the secret, but I can really understand why somebody would choose the opposite of that. I would burn the turkey. Okay. Yay. Yeah. We disagree. I just don't like turkey, so it's a good reason not to eat any. <laughs> Here's the thing. I don't really like turkey all that much either, which is why I can see somebody choosing that. Yeah. I think you would still make the gravy because the drippings are probably not going to burn, right? Like, they're fat. Like, it's mm. just fat. Um, yeah. And the stuffing is so far in the center of the turkey that you would have to light that bitch on fire <laughs> <laughs> for it to be Yeah, burned. that's fair. Like, it is very safe. Um, if I fucked up the stuffing and the gravy, I might have to rat out my sibling. But if it's just <laughs> the bird, like, I bet if you dig deep enough into the the meat, it's just, like, really the skin that's, like, torched. Um, well, it depends on how badly you burn it. Yeah. Because if we're talking National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, I mean, it's just a... It's just a dried out husk. Yeah. But even that, like, I think the stuffing would be okay. And the way my mom always made stuffing was there was, like, a whole other, like, pan of pan stuffing. Of yeah. So, yeah. Um, yeah, I don't like turkey that much. And I feel like there would be plenty of other food to go around. Like, we w- never on Thanksgiving are you want for food. You know what I mean? So yeah. everyone would have a fine Thanksgiving anyway. It would be a funny story about the time we burnt the turkey and no one's stress would be violated. Yeah, I get that. And I also, you know, not everyone's cooking for 30, which yeah. is like, I I just feel very stressed out because it's like, for me, it's kind of a trigger to have to cook for people in the first place because I don't think I'm a very good cook. Yeah. So then to to me- mess it up for a huge group of people is kind of one of my worst nightmares. Yeah. So I'm very secure in my cooking ability and I'm like, I'll make yeah. it up to you guys next year. Eat one of the 11 pies I brought and you'll be yeah. fine. <laughs> okay. Well, we disagreed on that one. This one. Finally. Okay. We have our last Would You Still Go Out With Him? I had to include it because I thought it was really funny. Um, so would you still go out with him? Seems like a great guy. Like, you're really vibing. Same thing as the first one. Like, very attentive during the messages. Made you laugh. Responded immediately. Asked you out. Planned the date. Says he's going to take you on a picnic. So you, like, meet in this park. And when he shows up, he shows up with 100 Taco Bell tacos. And that is all he has provided for this date. Wow. Would you still okay. go out with him? So he said, basically, we're having a picnic. I'm supplying the food. Yeah. He was like, I, let's do a picnic. I'll bring the, like, I, you know, I'll bring everything. Don't worry about it. Just meet me at this place at X time. 
and he's brought a blanket and 100 100 taco bell tacos this has crossed over from (laughs) being being weird enough to put me off to being so (laughs) weird that i am desperately intrigued and i need to i need to get to the fucking bottom of this we have to I have to keep seeing this person, I think. Like, and, and and this may be surprising to you because, as you may recall, I do not like Taco Bell. Yeah. Because I got really bad food poisoning there one time. Yeah. But I would eat some Taco Bell tacos and sit and talk with that person just to learn more about the mind. <laughs> <laughs> the, the mind of the person who went on a first date picnic and brought 100 <laughs> Taco Bell tacos. Well, he didn't want you to be hungry and you didn't know how many you'd want. <laughs> it's, I mean, it's a huge gesture. It's very generous and kind. I suspect we could give some away to people in the park. Make some friends. Feed them to ducks. I don't know about that. Maybe ducks can't have tacos. But I... Here's the thing. I don't see this being a lasting relationship. Okay. But I do see it being... But you wouldn't immediately stand up and leave. No, I would interview this person for hours. Because it's not, like, scary, right? Like, it's not, like, malicious. There's nothing... It's not a red flag in, like, oh, this person is selfish. Oh, this person is bigoted. Oh, this person is, like, It's very selfless. Frankly, yeah. to buy 100 and it's not, tacos. It's not like a scary vibe. It's almost too frat boy to be true vibe. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Truly. What if when you ask him about it, his only response is, let's feast? See, I like this person. <laughs> <laughs> I just wish he had... I just wish he had better taste in tacos. (laughs) Exactly. But listen, if it wasn't Taco Bell, if you showed up on a date with a whole bunch of tacos and said less feasts, I'm propose, propose to me. (laughs) If he if he had showed up with 50 of a higher quality tacos, of Guero's tacos, I'm in. He could he could propose to me with the tacos instead of a ring. And I'd be like, yes. Okay, so what is your your actual response to this taco man? I gotta say, I ripped off a TikTok for this question. <laughs> this Elise Myers, she's a very famous TikToker. She told a story recently about how she went on a first date, and this guy. It, it was much more menacing, basically. Like the idea was like she went to his house, and he was supposed to drive her like on the date but he couldn't find his keys so she picked him up and was driving and they were supposed to go to dinner but he gives her directions to the taco bell and then he she's like dine in or drive through and he goes drive through and so they go to the drive through and then like the thing over the intercom the woman comes up and <laughs> the guy is like what do you want and the guy leans over to her and goes i will have 100 tacos please <laughs> and she's that is much worse <laughs> she is so stunned that she like just says okay and then pulls around and it takes this taco bell like 25 minutes to make this order and 
So she goes to pay and the guy like like pats himself down and is like, oh shit, I don't have my wallet. So she <gasps> ends up paying what? for 100 tacos. I hope she took those fucking tacos and didn't give him any. Yeah. So then they go back to his place and he like lives with his dad, like his dad's there. And so they go to the kitchen and he just starts like unboxing these boxes of tacos. And then so she's in the kitchen with this guy and his dad like wanders in and they're all eating tacos and then eventually at, she finishes one taco and like the conversation's weird enough that she just decides she's leaving. And so she packs up the additional 96 tacos. She takes yeah. the 96 tacos home with her. Good. Um, yeah. Because they're hers because she paid for them. She paid for them. Yeah. Um, and obviously like never saw that man again. So I am a little How biased. How to get a woman to pay for you to have 100 tacos. Truly astonishing. It's like over $100, you know, like not every taco. Anyway, um, so I, so I, my first thing is like I would be kind of offended if a guy wanted to take me on a date to Taco Bell or like got fast food on a date because it's like, oh, you're kind of cheap and like don't really – you know, value me. But if someone gets a hundred tacos, you are no longer cheap. That's like, right? You know, a hundred and twenty bucks. That is a very nice meal. <laughs> you just spent sixty dollars. Picnic. The picnic thing makes a big difference because a lot of what's terrible about fast food is like the, the horrible ambiance yeah. or the drive-through. But like, if they show up with a hundred, a hundred tacos in a picnic basket, <laughs> that's like, you know, there's like a lovely spread. Yeah. yeah. So I am. But I also don't eat it, – it feels like a weird vibe to be, like, to do this. I just – and I don't eat Taco Bell either, really. So I would be like, I don't want to put this in my body, but you have spent over $100 <laughs> for me to put this in my body. Oh, just – I don't know. I am – I don't think I would ever go out with this person again, but I would have a lot of questions, and then I would – tell this story for the rest of my life yeah well i can see a scenario in which he and i have talked about the fact that i really like tacos you know yeah because that would come up for me (laughs) it comes up in my life sometimes so it could be that like we were chatting and i said something about how much i love tacos and then he showed up with 100 tacos he just didn't know that he got like you know the shittiest tacos but how do you not know that taco bell is the shittiest tacos like if you're not aware Some people like taco bell yeah but not on a date like i think it is a big enough social norm to not well it's a pretty big social norm not to order a hundred of anything and bring it on yeah it's just wild behavior it's just wild I don't know I think I would have to see how the rest of the date went before I would want to know the context what gave him this what gave him this idea why did he do it I would ask him a million questions and then it would depend on his answers I I don't know why but I believe in a visceral way that this guy is into bugs <laughs> <laughs> Like, I, I don't am... know what I expected you to say <laughs> at the end of that sentence, 
But that was not it. <laughs> I am convinced his room is covered in ant farms. There's a difference between I'm into bugs and my room is covered in ant farms. But like, if you're into bugs, that's fine. If your room is covered in ant farms, no. Yeah, not like, but like, in like, not in like a gross, he's messy sort of way. Just like I, any guy who would buy me 100 Taco Bell tacos and be like, yes, this is romance. Also, like, <laughs> spends most of his time not interacting with humans. Yeah, but that's the thing is, does he think that it's romance or does he think that it's funny? Because the whole reason that I think I would still talk to him is because I think it's funny. Because it's gone, it's jumped the shark so much that we're like, it's, it's like when we had, we were talking about like clay ache and Christmas ornaments. There's a point after which it's so weird that it's funny to me <laughs> and I enjoy it. Yeah, but like, I don't know, like to me it's like, if you're if this is a first date and you're trying to put your best foot forward, it makes me feel like you don't take me seriously, you know, or you don't take yourself seriously. Yeah, maybe I'm just okay with that because I don't take myself seriously. I don't know. It just I just feel like there might be a scenario in which this guy isn't a total creep, but if he is a total creep, I think he's a harmless one. Yeah, I think he's harmless, too. Like, I'm not afraid of him in any scenario. I just probably wouldn't go out with him again. That's fair. You know? I don't know why I would. I mean, I think there's there's probably honestly a difference between me thinking about this and how hilarious it would be and me actually showing up on a date and seeing 100 tacos. I, it, yeah, I've just gone out with too many cringy guys for me to believe that this is anything other than a cringy guy i don't think he'd be creepy i think he would be cringy maybe i would just want to know for sure that he's gonna be cringy because honestly do you know how hard it is to find a guy who replies to you and who asks you questions and who and who like sets up a date i mean the the hurdles he's jumped even to get to this point yeah I will say they, they seem so high. I don't know why they're so high. I've been out of the game for a minute. So maybe I'm just not. Yeah. I don't remember the struggle as intensely as I used to, you know? No, no. I mean, you're reacting very normally to the fact that 100 Taco Bell tacos have been presented to you. You're not weird here. I'm weird. Uh, do you want to tell me about your hypothetical world? That's probably also my hypothetical world. It is Except very, very similar. Turkey and I'm not. Yeah. And my one of my siblings has been slightly ratted out, but probably doesn't care. Yeah. And your mom doesn't care either. <laughs> yeah. Because what can she do about it? We're all in our 30s. Yeah, exactly. Um, um, yeah. Otherwise, legs. it's it's like a world in which. We're very well filled with tacos, which is why we farted on a Zoom call. <laughs> but we can blame it on the jiggling of our jello legs. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah. Which, to be fair, your your coworkers might not even know you have jello legs because Zoom calls are waist up, man. Yeah. And neither of us are dating that Grinch guy who hated holidays. That's right. But this, but, but the question is still out for me on the taco guy. I think taco guy is 
definitely better than I hate holidays guy. He I seems agree, more fun, weird. at least. Yeah. You know? Yeah, and we're, uh, well, unfortunately, after all of this loveliness, we both get abducted by a friendly alien race and are whisked off to space and we never see any of it again. And just because of that, that is, this is the best hypothetical world ever. I can't wait to go to space <laughs> where there is no Taco Bell. But there, you'd still have jelly jelly legs, but maybe it wouldn't aliens, matter because of might no have gravity. Jelly legs. Who yeah, knows? maybe I'll finally be amongst my own. You know? Yeah, exactly. Um. Well, thank you all for listening to this episode of Arguments About Nothing. We really hope you enjoyed it. Yeah, we'd like to thank you. If you're a new listener, thank you for joining us. If you're an older listener, thank you for sticking with us. <laughs> that makes older sense. as in <laughs> that makes older like, as in the length of time. If you are elderly, you- thanks for sticking with us. <laughs> N- newer and older was the dichotomy, <laughs> not younger and older. Yeah, I know. Thank you, OG as soon fans. As it came of out pod. of my mouth, I knew. <laughs> If you have a question you'd like to hear on Arguments About Nothing, please DM us at Arguments About Nothing at Instagram or send us a message at Arguments About Nothing at gmail.com. And we'd like to thank Allison Fields for designing our logo. And until next time, keep fighting.